You are listening to the Slow Living Podcast, and I'm your host, Stephanie O'Day. What if I told you that you could truly have the life of your dreams, the life you've always wanted, one filled with abundance, joy, and a sense of purpose? It's absolutely possible, and I see it each and every day with my coaching clients. It all starts with learning how to slow down. You deserve to live the life you've always dreamt about. Let's get started. Hi there, Slow Down Society. Steph here, and we're on episode 122 of the Slow Living Podcast. And today, I want to talk to you about zero-sum thinking or zero-sum theory. And I had kind of heard of this term a few years ago when I was doing a lot of research and reading about different um, psychology traits and theories and ideas. And it came about again, I was listening to a podcast called If Books Could Kill, which is a super fun podcast. And they were talking about Robert Greene's 48 Laws of Power. And I read, well, I only half read. I skimmed, I guess, <laughs> Robert Greene's 48 Laws of Power. I don't know, back in 2011, 2012-ish when I was trying to decide what I wanted to do with the Crock-Pot site and how I was going to grow it and whether or not it was going to be a viable kind of long-term business for me. And this book kept getting brought up in different um, kind of blogging business circles. And and it was a bunch of tech bros <laughs> who, who kept talking about this book. So I bought it. Didn't really like it. Um, it was fascinating though because I learned about Ryan Holiday from that book and he was like on the promotion team for that book and then his first book is um, Trust Me, I'm Lying, which is all about kind of like guerrilla marketing tactics. And then later, Ryan Holiday kind of grows up a little and he starts um, – writing about stoicism, um, which I actually really love stoicism. And at some point, I will probably uh, record some podcast episodes about stoicism. Um, but zero-sum theory got brought up again. And in that 48 Laws of Power book, it's sort of this um, like playbook on how to win and the idea is that if you're winning, other people are losing. And I just really don't agree with that. I agree in sort of this abundance mindset and abundance um, just sort of ideal that everyone can do well. And, and that's my version of the American dream, that I can do great in my little suburban house and you can do great in your little house or, or your apartment or your condo or your farm or your ranch or wherever it is. Everyone can be living their own little life in a way that serves them and, and, and feeds their soul and, and there's there's food in the fridge and and the bank accounts are okay and the relationships you have are just fine. And you doing fine over there is not taking away from me at all because there's plenty. And so this zero-sum thinking and zero-sum theory 
is the idea that if someone is doing better, they have the one and you have the zero and there can't be a tie. And I just, I, it's just not something I, I agree with. So I, um, I am not a uber competitive person. I, I just, I don't like competition, especially when it comes to board games or playing tennis or something like that. I'm happy to play tennis and hit the ball around. But the second someone starts talking about keeping score, I'm, I'm just not interested in it anymore. I would rather just have fun and not turn it into a competition where there's a clear-cut winner and loser. Um, same with board games. I play Monopoly for fun. But the second someone is all in on like winning, <laughs> I'm like, okay, you did it. You're fine. You obviously care an awful lot more than I do. I am a-okay with just deciding right now you won. Like it's fine. Um, and, and so maybe that's a part of my personality. I, I avoid conflict. I'm just not interested in it. I'm also the kind of person that is totally and completely okay with participation trophies. Um when my kids are much older now, but when they were younger and they were little, everybody got a trophy. And we're talking tiny little kids, five, six years old. And I remember this guy in the back kind of grumbling when when these kids had their name called and they got their tiny little plastic trophy with this little kid kicking a soccer ball. I remember him grumbling, oh great, participation trophies. And I just sort of cringed inside because the idea at a young age that if you go out there in the sunshine and you're kicking the ball around and you eat your orange slices and you're having fun with your friends regardless of whether or not you know how to play soccer or regardless of whether or not you made a goal you get a cute little trophy to put on your shelf to to pump up your confidence a-okay with totally okay with that um it's, it's just, I don't know, it's just sort of how I'm hardwired. I, I think it's great. I remember uh, one of my daughters was, um, uh, uh, she did track in high school. And I remember hearing um, a mom give her son a pep talk before when, when they were dropping them off in kind of the the student parking lot, I heard her say something like, well, make sure you win because if you come in second, that's the first loser. And, and it just was so off-putting to me. And, and, and so anyway, so this idea of zero sum and that there can only be one winner in life is, is faulty thinking. And I do not want you to think about that in, in any way. I want you to keep your eyes on your own paper, play your own game and not worry at all about what someone else is doing while they're playing their game. A lot of this comes about, um, sometimes you can see this uh, play out on social media in that next door website and app where if somebody is doing something different 
in their house or in their yard or their property, people think that it's taking away from them. So um, the NIMBYs, the not in my backyard people, um, maybe they don't want uh, more housing built in their area or maybe they don't want um, a, a different type of public transportation. And it's that idea that if somebody has something different or something that they don't understand, it's detracting from them, from their game. So I, I don't want you to fall victim to that sort of kind of black or white thinking. I like the idea that we're all in this together. We're all doing the very best we can. And no one, no one's win is taking away from you. So, so just really kind of think about that. Also, when you're having conversations at work or, or different negotiations, there's, there's, there can't be always a winner or a loser in any conversation. Sometimes you're just talking to talk. And, and, and you don't need to feel as if you have to one-up someone. I'm sure you've had conversations with different people where you're talking about your summer break and you had a lovely summer break where, I don't know, maybe you went kayaking and then that person needed to one-up you and say, oh, well, I chartered a yacht. Like, okay, great. <laughs> um, but but it, it's not a competition. You absolutely can do what's right for you and what's right for your family and and not think that you have to be better than or beat anyone else. When it comes right down to it, we all just want to climb into bed each night feeling calm, content, and at peace. We want to know that we were able to keep all the balls in the air and were productive without neglecting our own needs and wants. I know. I get it. That is why I recorded a free masterclass on the 10 things happy, successful people do each and every day, and I'd love for you to join us. Learn simple and practical tips to reclaim the sanity and joy in your home and family at stephanieoday.com forward slash masterclass. This comes up um, a lot also with the idea that, um, uh, it, it's funny, it, it comes up with, um, in politics sometimes, if you have worked really hard for something, so let's use student loan forgiveness, for example. If you've paid off your student loans, it's the idea that other people need to work just as hard as you do um, and the idea that maybe their loans are forgiven somehow takes away from the hard work. And so why bother and, and that kind of thing. So that is, again, sort of this zero-sum theory uh, thinking and that other people should suffer because you did or other people should work hard because you did. 
But what I'm asking for you to do is to just put blinders on and just not worry about what anybody else is doing and just play your game and, and the, do it the best you can. And then just trust that other people are doing the best they can and, and just kind of filter out that noise and the nonsense that there's one way and one way only to do things. I want to give you a few different episodes that I've recorded in the past that sort of build upon this theory that might um, be helpful to you. So episode 12 is taking stock of the here and the now. And if you listen to that episode and then download the corresponding worksheets, and you can do that at stephanieoday.com forward slash new you, it's worksheets where it's having you just pay attention and, and write down and create data points of where you are right this very second with the idea that you revisit this on an annual basis. So if you're listening to this and it's not the new year, it doesn't matter. Your new year starts when you've decided it starts. You don't need an arbitrary day. But when you have that, you now have starting data points. And so you're only comparing you against you. And that is where the magic happens. That is where you really just begin to thrive in your personal development and growth because you're not paying attention anymore to anybody else. It doesn't matter what they're doing. You're playing your game. So that was episode 12, taking stock of the here and now. Episode 26, stop delaying happiness. This comes up an awful lot where people think, oh, when I get this promotion at work, then I can relax and start being happy. Then I can start doing the things that I keep neglecting to do. I can start actually paying attention to me and serving my needs because you're waiting for some arbitrary thing to happen. And so you keep kicking the can down the road of when you're going to actually start being happy. And it's silly because it's kind of a, a, a flippant thing to say, but I want you to decide on purpose to be happy right here, right now, and not when anyone else tells you or gives you permission to be happy because you've met some sort of arbitrary goal or milestone. You can be happy along the way. And so that episode, episode 26, will help teach you how. Episode 36, becoming resilient. So in real life, bad stuff happens. And I don't like it. You don't like it. And it just is what it is. But if you are centered and calm and stable and, and have your self-regulation um, in check, you don't need outside things to make you feel confident because you're inside, you're strong, you're stable. And that's the resiliency. It's sort of the idea also that you have flexibility. So if you imagine that you're, you're kind of um, – like bushes and the wind comes, but you have really strong, stable roots. And, and so you can sway back and forth when, when bad weather happens. You're strong. You're stable. You've got a foundation. You, you are resilient versus a twig that might just snap under pressure. That's, that's not what we're trying to do here. Um, episode 51, Adult Friendships. This is a really 
good one to listen to, especially if you find that you are a competitive person and you do have that kind of zero-sum thinking already and you're wondering why you don't have very many friends in your life, it's something to just pay attention to and, and something to work on and try and cultivate friendships that can withstand um, mistakes and learn how to apologize and move on. Um, it's just really important. A lot of times people come to me and they feel as if they don't have a best friend or they don't have someone that they can really truly be themselves around and they're constantly masking or trying to morph into what other people's idea is of who they should be. And that's not healthy. So listen to that episode. Decide who you are. Be authentically you and kind of unapologetically you. And, and then find people that like you for who you are. And, and that is, is such a powerful feeling that when you like who you are, you begin to attract other people who will like you for exactly who you are and, and not for, for the mask or for being phony baloney. And then episode 54 is the last one that sort of piggybacks off this. And that's called SMART Goals Are Stupid. So SMART Goals are specific, measurable, action-oriented, result-oriented, and time-driven goals. When you are on a journey of self-regulation and self-growth and personal development, there's no time frame. There's not by... March 1st of two years from now, I'm going to be a perfect human being. Uh Uh-uh. No. You're taking teeny tiny little baby steps towards the ideal and you're enjoying the process along the way. That's the marker of a life well lived. That's when you are slowly just really truly in love with who you are and who you're becoming. And you know that it's not taking away from anyone else. If anyone else is doing something different, that's on them. They get to do that. That's their life. They're on their own path, their own journey. And what you're doing doesn't take away from them. And what they're doing doesn't take away from you. Okay, that's it for today. If you have questions, let me know. Leave me a voicemail. Um, There's a voicemail recorder app at stephanieoday.com forward slash podcast or shoot me an email. Track me down on Instagram. On Instagram and Facebook, I'm at Stephanie O'Day. My email is steph at Stephanie O'Day. I'm a real person. I answer my emails. I'm happy to help. If this brings up questions and you want um, some mindset coaching on it, you can sign up for a free mindset coaching call at stephanieoday.com forward slash mindset. Okay, pretty people, as always, I think you're amazing. I think you're wonderful. If uh, you've got questions, let me know. I'll talk to you again next week. Do you have a slow living story to share? Leave me a voicemail at stephanieoday.com forward slash podcast with any questions, comments, feedback, or testimonials, and I will be sure to include it in an upcoming episode. Also, if you found value in this episode, please share it with your family and friends and subscribe through your favorite podcast provider. The more you share, 
comment, and leave positive reviews, the more people we can reach and share the slow living, lifestyle, and messaging. Thank you, Slow Down Society, and have an absolutely wonderful day.